Competitive sports have been around for almost 15,000 years. People are now arguing the downside of competitive sports and are rethinking letting their kids play. I'm Annabeth Mealy, and in this podcast, me and my co-hosts, Anthony Gonzalez and Cole Luthner, will discuss the benefits and drawbacks of competitive sports. Ever since I stepped foot on a soccer field, I immediately fell in love with the game. I learned countless life lessons and met so many great people. That is why me and my co-host, Cole Luthner, are arguing why competitive sports are good for kids. On the other hand, my other co-host, Anthony Gonzalez, has a different point of view. Have you ever twisted your ankle during a soccer match, bruised your side in baseball, or hit your head in football? I'm Anthony Gonzalez, and I'm here to argue that competitive sports are just not worth it. I played lacrosse for four years now, and I'm really enjoying it. I like it when the crowd is cheering and it's overall a good time. Sports could help you reach your fitness goals and maintain a healthy weight. Also, both children and adults generally have more fun when exercising with a group of friends or teammates. Sports also have hidden health benefits, such as lowering the chances of osteoporosis or breast cancer later in life. Not only does sports increase your physical health, it also increases your mental health. In the article, Benefits of Sports for Mental Health, written by WebMD, state that competitive sports can improve your mental health because exercise causes your body to release endorphins, a chemical in your brain that relieves stress and pain. Yes, while it is true that competitive sports can be a good source of exercise, it is also true that they can be very dangerous. According to Stanford Children's Health, more than 3.5 million children ages 14 and younger get hurt annually playing sports or participating in recreational activities. And in rare cases, major injuries can lead to lifelong or even vital issues. Okay, so right now I'm on the phone with my good friend Jake Maddage, who's played basketball for almost eight years now. Uh, Jake, how would you say that basketball affected your mental health? Um, it affected it in a good way. It's got me outside a lot, practicing every day, and it's got me active. Um, how often would you say you get hurt? Um, I'd say like every two months or so, but it's not a major injury. It's always like a minor like scrape on the knee or something. Okay, thank you, Jake. No problem. Competitive sports can also affect the player mentally. Many young athletes face the pressure of having to exceed expectations pleasing parents and coaches. If not monitored, competitive sports can harm athletes physiologically, socially, and physically, and can even cause them to develop a fear of failure. A new review study published in the Journal of Athletics Training suggests there are a number of effects this has on mental, social, and physiological well-being. Possible effects include increased anxiety and stress, social isolation and less family time, insufficient sleep and burnout, Competitive sports also block the sleep schedule. American Academy of Pediatrics recommends 9 to 12 hours of sleep for ages 6 to 12 and 8 to 10 hours of sleep for ages 13 to 18. Although the average athlete gets around 6.5 hours of sleep, sleep sleep-deprived children can lead to weight gain and low energy levels. The pricing for competitive sports has also caused a problem. Many parents are having to reach deep in their pockets to cover the rising cost of equipment and sport-related activities. This can cause many young athletes to lose interest in the sports that they once loved because they could not pay the price tag. In the United States, parents spend $671 on average per year to cover the costs of uniforms and the hefty fees charged for registration, lessons, and coaching. 
and at least one in five ends up spending over a thousand dollars per child every year. This can cause demotivation, embarrassment, and lack of exercise. For my whole life, my favorite thing to do was to hear the crowds cheer as I scored a goal. There was never a better feeling. Not only did soccer make me feel my best, it gave me an outlet to deal with my feelings in a healthy way. Whenever I was stressed out or angry, I would go outside and kick around a soccer ball. This was a healthy coping mechanism, and by the end, I was calm and ready to go back inside. Many people argue that a child juggling a competitive sport and school at the same time would just be too much to handle. An article written by MU Health says differently, Sports use memorization, repetition, and learning. These are also relevant to classwork. Many athletes will transfer these skills from their sport to the classroom. Even though playing sports requires a lot of time and energy, exercising is a natural way to loosen up and let go of stress. As a child athlete, it's amazing to see hard work pay off, like finally getting a trick down after practicing for days. It taught me patience and gave me a great work ethic. Not to mention, children athletes can end up having a real future in competitive sports. They can even receive scholarships and a job. The NCAA offers more than 180,000 scholarships a year. A frequent complaint youth coaches face is from parents who say their child doesn't get enough playing time. Although athletes will learn how to build teamwork and effectively communicate to solve problems. Thank you for listening to our podcast on Are Competitive Sports Worth It? This issue is important and should be talked about more. Even though playing sports takes a lot of time and energy, exercise is a natural way to loosen up and let go of stress. But as my co-host explained, they can enhance the risk of injuries. Perhaps this discussion will challenge you to think about this topic more based on our conversation today. I'm Cole Luthner. I'm Anthony Gonzalez. And I'm Annabeth Mealy, signing off. Have a great day!